The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. And starting it forward from the University of Texas at 6 foot 11, 220 pounds. <laughs> Never mind. What a kick in the dick that was. Morning, everybody. It is the Morning Sickness. My name's John. There's Brady. There's Brad Big Dick Toledo. Oh, the, the city was a buzz yesterday. Kevin Durant Day was upon us. It was the biggest bait and switch in the history of everything. I got to that H&H Ranch apartment at about 5. I left my house a little, I guess it was around 4.30. And I got down, it took me 35 minutes to go 10 minutes. Crazy. The restaurants packed. Kevin Durant, Suns jerseys everywhere. People who weren't going to the, it was like a, it was like a, the finals were in town. You couldn't get a seat in a restaurant down there. You couldn't do anything. Everybody was there. It was the place to be, the place to be seen. Uh, everybody lost their minds. And then the pictures started going around everybody's phones. I was with Matt Komen and uh, Joel from uh, Stand Up Live. They're the guys who own that place. And I was hanging with them. And uh, first one who got the thing, Matt gets a picture, goes, look, this guy's trying to say Kevin Durant's not playing tonight. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then my buddy Brian Rendall goes, Durant's out. I'm like, is this real? And then they send me the picture of him rolling his ankle. I'm like, oh, no. And uh, Suns announcer Kevin Ray, who I leaned on for actual news. I said, Kevin, is it true? Because you're down there watching. He goes, what a... And he said the phrase I just said, what a kick in the dick. Like, yeah, this is a <laughs> kick in the dick. Everybody's going to lose their minds. The crowd kind of looks like... All their faces look like, uh, you know, right before somebody takes a picture... Like, if you were to take a picture at prom, and then right before they snap the picture, the girl you took to prom goes, I'm pregnant. And then your face has that smile, but your eyes are dead inside. <laughs> That's what everybody looked at last night. Well, the sun's won, but you have dead eyes. I, What just happened? Some people uh, spent $4,500 a seat in my section. Jeez. Man. Two people. That's dumb. Down the seat. I totally agree with that. I don't care even if you played or not. That's just... Uh, two people down the aisle from us, I, I, two, I had a two-minute conversation with the guy sitting next to me, flew in to watch this from Seattle. They've been fans of Kevin Durant since he was up in Seattle, which was right before they moved to Oklahoma City. 
insane. So this was a uh, people wanted their money back. I'm not sure if that's a thing. I want my money back. I'm like, no. You go to basketball games and you take a chance. Not everybody's going to play, but this was a big one. And all he did was roll his ankle in warmups, and then he started dunking. Like if he rolled it, he sat there. They looked at it. He finished his warmups, and then he just dunked like three times, and then left the building. So it's weird. So the whole crowd last night was. Uh, they didn't care the Suns kicked the crap out of Oklahoma City. And on Women's Empowerment Night, too, Brady. Eh? Unbelievable that we all went there to empower women. Did and, they put uh, Griner in? Yeah, did they roll her out there? What I was saying, I mean, you've got a league. It's Women's Empowerment Night. For Women's Empowerment Night, put a, put a couple of chanchas out on the field. Let's get a couple of hoochies out there. What are we, what are we doing? How are we empowering women by not allowing them to play the game? Just halftime. I talked to uh, Vince Murata, the in-house uh, voice of the Suns, the PA guy, before, and he's he and I have talked uh, several times about you know he can't say anything bad, and he, but I don't think he's too annoyed by it. I won't speak for him, but every single night at the Suns game is a thing. It's gay night. It's uh, yeah, Chinese a, New Year. Yeah. It's uh, you know Women's Empowerment Night. It's uh, African American. It's the Native American. It's uh, people from Sweden. That was a great night for me. I remember that. Me and ten other guys stood up this way. Like this is a Nordic it's Nordic <laughs> night at the Suns game. You don't see a lot of Nordic stuff at the NBA. So, but, but uh, Women's Empowerment Night confused me because they have a league and it's Women's Empowerment Night, and nobody did an ounce of research for anything to the point uh, of playing the song Respect twice. Now I know everybody thinks that song is Aretha Franklin's anthem for female respect, written by a guy. About a wife giving him a little more than what she's given. Now, that's what respect is actually about. Now, when Aretha sings it, it's like, ooh. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Man, Aretha wants some respect. Find out what it means to me. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Take care. T-C-B. Taking care of business. Baby, blow me. That's what that song is. And they played it twice and they danced to it twice. And I laughed both times. Welcome to Women's Empowerment Night. Listen, there's a man talking, toots. I, I, I text back and forth with Vince all night, and I'm like, Women's Empowerment Night, they should have a girl doing the in-house announcing. And I said, but since they don't, let's joke around about what you should be saying. <laughs> Suns fans, listen, ladies, listen. And I said, that you should do that every time. That's a made basket, ladies. That's what those <laughs> look like. But he said he wanted to start every single announcement with the word listen or man-talking. Which I would have loved. Maybe KD was trying to celebrate Women's Day just you know by going down. I mean, it's girls down in, in, in WNBA is a thing. He did his best impression right. of the WNBA for Women's Empowerment Night by making the game disappointing and hitting the ground. There you go. That's, you know what, Brett? That's a good positive spin on that. What a guy. What a guy Kevin Durant is to the ladies. Women's like, em- I'm not doing it during the game. I'll flop and warm up. Women's Empowerment Night in the NBA was a wild disappointment. Uh, and didn't live up to expectations. Just like the WNBA, it is empowering to know that the men can be as, as disappointing as the women. Excellent work. He brought the level of the, the game down significantly by not playing in it. And SGA didn't play for Oklahoma City, which the NBA has a huge problem with that. They played two nights ago in Golden State and then rested all their stars. This kid is 23 31 points a night. He's magic on Both the court. Both things you wanted to see. Everything I wanted to see about an hour and a half before the game. Oklahoma City says, eh, ran an awful lot last night beating Golden State, so we're just going to concede this one. None of our stars are playing. 
you guys can blast us out of the building. And then Kevin Durant goes down. It's like, well, now we're just watching G League. It was the Terrence Ross show last night. Well, who? Yeah, Sun's recent acquisition, Terrence Ross, had 24 points. They didn't want to take any chances on that ankle. No. Well, no, you don't do that. I thought when I saw the picture, they're I thought, rolling the game. It's, it's a six-weeker. If you look at the picture, it looks like a high ankle sprain. Evidently, he's going to be all right because the video surfaced to him dunking and playing and goofing after. So I think they just took a lot of precaution, which is smart. He is the, you know, he's the Ferrari from Ferris Bueller. You just don't take him out of the garage unless he's absolutely been polished up and ready to go. And, or what happens? A couple of dudes misuse him, and the next thing you know, he's fired out a window into a Chicago. I don't know exactly what I'm talking about, but you know Kevin Durant is fragile. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, it was disappointing, but it was pretty funny. But Women's Empowerment Night and Respect was the takeaway I had. Even if Kevin Durant was playing, I just remember, I just gave an elbow to my friend Colin. I'm like, they're playing Respect. And he goes, I hear it. <laughs> we were both sitting there like, really? Women's Empowerment Night? And nobody cared, by the way. Women especially did not care that they were being empowered. There wasn't a moment where Vince actually said, ladies, please stand up and acknowledge your vaginas. It's Women's Empowerment Night. They didn't have a moment for the ladies. They just played Respect twice. The twinks and the and the kind of slutty dancers danced for it, which was even better, is that there were a lot of uh, hip grinding and vaginal thrusting moves to respect on the court for Women's Empowerment Night. Look at my ass, look at my cans, and empower well, me. That picture you sent us last night, and then that. and then then a listener uh, a listener caught it too. The big giant cans that stood behind Monty Williams. <laughs> there was a lady in the second row behind the Suns bench, covered in tattoos. Whoever you are, ma'am. Your boobs were out, in a, and they are huge. They might be the biggest boobs I've ever seen. And then, so we found her with our eyeballs because it wasn't oh, hard. Oh, did you? Yeah. And, uh, yeah, she she made the rounds on the internet with that, whatever she's wearing. And it looks like somebody poured uh, ink alphabets all over her. There's just letters all over her body. How'd she get second row? I think she just, I think gravity just pulled her closer to oh, okay. the floor. Thank <laughs> I think she, as time goes on, she's everything's just going to get lower and lower on her. So right now it's just her seats. But you soon, know somebody down there. You've got to have a friend. Maybe Doug Hopkins knows her and uh, handed her her, her. her boobs are so big they need a seat of their own. And I'm not talking about like, wow, look at those. I'm, it's amazing. Look at those she two normal. 4K for those. Seats. Look at the two normal sized girls behind her. Displaying who wore it better. Yeah, because the, the other girl's uh, got an orange tank top yeah. too, and. One of them looks human, and the other looks like it could feed the entire arena. And Monty's just like, oh, Monty's like, don't turn around and look at the fat, blonde, white woman. I mean, I love a fat ass, but. <laughs> it is amazing. Yeah. And Monty and I share something in common that we uh, both had our eyes redone. So I know he saw her. <laughs> You're popping. Yeah, we, we both got lens replacement surgery. I know how his eyes work now. He saw that, peripherally and otherwise. You couldn't miss it. Kevin Durant might have tripped over one of the, the cans and rolled it. But anyway. Well, she was empowered last night, Brad. I remember, you know. Playing that ink. Oh, when I first got there and I saw a lady in line and I'm like, man, I'm going to make it so we're even tonight. Get out of my way. I'm next. No firsts. What? You're empowered. You're just like a man tonight. You've been empowered. I'm not going to open doors for you or anything else. You've been empowered. I don't know what you do on Women's Empowerment Night. Do you open doors still? I'm not. Women's Empowerment Night? I'm not going to go, you ladies first. I'm not doing that anymore. That's Women's Empowerment Night. I don't know if I would uh, catch that. Maybe I will if if it's Empowerment Night. 
Well, if they're making a big of, deal out of it, I'm like, oh, yeah. it's Women's Empowerment Night, so open the f- door yourself. <laughs> Be empowered, lady. Well, this guy says, Holmberg's dream came true. You predicted this tragedy. Uh, the time of the Holmberg curse is upon us. Holmberg has cursed the entire city. Holmberg curse, Holmberg curse, Holmberg curse. Ah! Josh Martin. No. My dream was in Charlotte. And it was three times and it was on a blue floor. Kevin Durant just rolled his... He did crumble like a bag of bricks, but... Yeah, it's, it's, you know what? Whatever. But if you were at the game last night, you'd have been just like me. I don't even know if anybody paid attention. The Suns just blasted him from the beginning and then... Everybody just kind of wandered out in a haze, like, I, I spent two grand for these seats, hey? I wanted to be there for the Kevin Durant's first game. Well, you're not going to be. And I'm venturing to guess that you won't be seeing him Saturday or either. I think Saturday's the next Friday or Saturday they play the Kings. I don't think he's going to play that either. Just in case. You don't want him to go out there on a tender ankle. And everybody who's rolled an ankle in basketball knows it's about five days just on a roll. If you actually sprained it, it's two weeks. If it's a high sprain, it's five weeks. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, we're just going to shelf him until the last week of the season. And thanks. Break glass in case of emergency. Yeah. If you can, they'll, they'll have a playoff spot. You just, you know, make sure he's all right. It's, it's more important to make sure he's all right than it is. And meanwhile, Mikel Bridges is scoring 30 points a game now. So you're just looking over going, uh-oh. And that guy hasn't missed a game his entire career. He's an Iron Man. So the naysayers will start screaming, but at least we empowered the ladies. I don't know what the next night's going to be, the next theme. It's like, I'm sure there's autis- autism awareness night. and I, I, Maybe they'll bring out Caleb one of these days. Yeah, well, yeah. Bird Shriners bone, night. Bird yeah. Shriners night. Or at least, yeah, everybody's awesome. Little kids walking around with bird bones. And First 10,000 get a blanket, an adorable blanket. <laughs> oh, man. They should have done that back in December when it was cold. <laughs> they should be doing that every year. Yes. I think so, too. And we should empower them and have, like, a healer on the court at halftime and try to get them out of those chairs. Yeah, Benny hit him and hit him in the head. Oh, that would shatter Caleb's skull. Anyway, what are you going to do? Hear the words you say sometimes? I mean, who talks like that? All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's morning sickness. So I was, uh, I wasn't as empowered last night as the ladies were, but I think we were all a little disappointed. I wanted to ask somebody, do you feel empowered? I just hate, I hate those politically correct woke nights that the sons can say we did this for the ladies, and then they didn't like do a thing. Like, like I don't understand what it was. You can't go to a game without somebody preaching something at you, and that's why I watch sports so I don't get preached to. You know, it's like the old days of my, my friend Brian and I were talking. He's like, remember uh, when you, you know, like it wasn't that long ago when you had favorite players and you didn't know what they did with their spare time. Like you never saw Mike Schmidt of the Phillies at a strip club with his shirt off, singing a song and waving a gun in somebody's face. It just didn't happen. <laughs> and if it did, it was buried because the guys were smart enough at the very least not to record themselves doing stupid stuff. 
And now that's all they do. I mean, how dumb can you be? I never, I don't remember when Nolan Ryan put the shotgun in that guy's mouth and then said, film this. No, you don't remember that because it didn't happen. And if it did, it was, they didn't make it public. Mickey Mantle was legendary for getting bombed at bars. And then uh, Whitey Ford, uh, Billy Martin, Roger Maris, a bunch of guys would go pull him out. Like, the, oh, yeah. could you imagine yeah, sitting in a bar and going, oh my God, there's Madison Bumgarner at the Diamondbacks. And then three, like Luis Gonzalez, Mark Grace, and Randy uh, Johnson come in and tug his drunk ass out of there, and you never hear about it again. It, now, everybody'd film it. It would be oh, yeah. front page. It would be on first take. ESPN would eat it alive all day. Do we care that much? It used to go on all the time in the '60s with drunken high baseball players who won World Series. Like that, we act like it can't be done if they act like idiots. They're all idiots. They still pull them out every once in a while, yeah. but it's usually in the hotel and they can contain it. <laughs> right, unless you're There's Steve Kime. There's a couple Kime. players that just go too deep. Steve Kime occasionally goes a little yeah. deep and then starts blaming other employees. So it's kind of a thing where we do have that. But we didn't. you never see Kyler Murray, you know, well, he's not allowed. Somebody would never. If they served, he had, he let's say he served. Too, much, right. too much milk. He had yeah. too much milk and his tummy hurt. Shirley Temple. And J.J. Watt and DeAndre Hopkins and James Conner didn't go wandering in and pull him out of the bar and go, nobody saw anything tonight. It was a legendary story. You had my friend used to work at the sports bar at the, the Point, and Dexter Manley of the Washington Redskins. Who it turned out later, we had to know about his coke problem because he was going to kill everyone. Uh, but he he had a little drug problem, and it, you know, it would manifest itself publicly every once in a while. And my friend Mark put a water glass down in front of him, and he said, "I didn't ask for this." And he's like, "Oh, we give everybody water." Well, I didn't want any. It's like, oh. Mark said the fire in this man's eyes, for whatever reason, he handed him water. He said, I walked around the partition, and the next thing I do, I feel this shadow standing up over the glass partition and both hands just pounding on the glass, screaming, top of his lungs. A couple people came in, Mr. Manley, follow me. Never in the news, never anything. Mark thought he was going to get killed by Dexter Manley, (laughs) who was a giant man. If you remember Tecmo Bowl, that was the dude to have. Dexter Manley was a 99 on the beast. He just flew all over the place. But, yeah, so now we know about everything. It's a little too much. And we empower women, and we have lesbian, trans, gay, fuzzy night, and everybody's got a night. You've all, and I have not been to Italian night yet, so they are discriminating against the basics. So I don't go anymore. <laughs> it's a racist organization. It is. But, you know, they do have something the Italians love, which is a sports book. FanDuel has a sports book in the building now. So it's I'm every sure night. Of course, the Italians they, are, yeah, yeah, they, yeah it, Italian night is well represented. they just like, hey, we don't need any best, you know, no announcements. No, not this. necessary. What are you doing, ratting this out over here? we got a sports book <laughs> with trying to keep a nice, peaceful, op- I run a good operation. <laughs> but, yeah, it, it, was a, it was a strange night in uh, downtown Phoenix last night. Once the news of KD did it. Did anybody care about the game anymore? Or no. was everybody just like, nah, whatever, we're we all, just here well, now? The buzz going in was, this isn't real. Everybody thought it was just people, you know, dicking around on the internet. And then it became very real. And, you know, you're like, oh, no. Well, do we, and then you're like, do we still go? Of course you still want to go. It was just such a, a spectacle to think this is the first of the first. And then, I don't know. It would be, it's the same as if, like, they're like, hey, tonight Metallica is going to be downtown and then as you're going in they're like with lead singer scott stapp like what the hell is this why where's james ah, he doesn't feel it he's not feeling it. i'm not why am i watching but it still might be the songs are still good but i don't want to see scott stapp i came for a specific reason 
And it's Women's Empowerment Night at the Metallica show, so they're going to do respect. And, and then the women are going to go up there and shake their ass and flash their <laughs> that's, a, that's for women. As long as it ain't that one. <laughs> she didn't have an option. And I think that shirt that that lady was wearing is a double XL. I think that's one of Brady's tank tops, and <laughs> she's crushing it. I want it back. Massive can. Did you post that on our on our? No, you I should. can't. I, well, we should blur her face out. Nobody nah. will recognize her otherwise. Oh, yeah. No, not at all. <laughs> Arizona's biggest uh, are going to be on our Facebook. Yeah, she hit some cans on. And, yeah, it was bad. But that was the takeaway. So happy Women's Empowerment Night. Happy uh, Respect by Aretha Franklin. Look it up, ladies. If you think that song's for you, you're wrong. <laughs> Who did that originally? Was that a... a I, was it Otis Day? Was it did Otis Day? It? Yeah. I... Angry Otis, Otis Day. Day. Not Ot- Otis Day. No, Otis, be, uh, uh, Otis Redding. Redding. Otis Redding? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't Otis know Day was, was from Animal House. Yeah, Otis Day. He did not do it. But he sang Shamalama Ding Dong. <laughs> yeah. Similar meaning. Yeah. To respect. I don't remember who wrote it, but it was a dude basically saying, when you're done cleaning the floor, get over here and blow me. And uh, it turned into a woman's anthem. And even still, if I'm running Women's Empowerment Night, all the songs are written and performed by women. I'm not going to run, you know, like you got Taylor Swift. Like, you just play all of Taylor Swift's songs. She writes them all, so that's fine. Play a few Taylor Swift's. Get me a, a Bonnie Raitt in there. You had to have a song written by a man for Women's Empowerment Night, and I loved every second of that. The subtleties of them not being able to find a song written by a woman to empower. Just, just, you know, like, here you go, little lady. Go sing this to your friends. It's empowering for you ladies. This song's about getting blown by your wife or girlfriend. That's exactly right. Now get out there and do your do your job. Yeah, it was it was crazy. But happy women's empowerment. Was it like it was women's empowerment day or something too, wasn't it? Like yesterday. I didn't notice anything different at all. Like they didn't even give ladies the day off yesterday at work. Which would be empowering. Didn't go down to KDKB? No. No. <laughs> I don't think do they even identify as? Do they <laughs> I don't participate know. in human gender? I, I think they just go crazy with whatever they feel that day. Anyway, good luck to all of you. I hope you feel empowered. Now today is back to normal ladies' day, which I like. I like a day where we're like, today you're empowered. Tomorrow you're normal woman again. <laughs> you're back to a weak normal lady. I'd be offended if somebody said it's John Empowerment Day. I'd be like, well, what are the other? What are the other three hundred sixty some days a year? Just normal John Day, but this is a day where we actually kind of celebrate you doing stuff. Oh, tomorrow we're going to put you back in the, you know, back where you belong, which is very weak and very low on the list. Here's your song. It's respect. It's about blowing all of you. Shut up. Just listen to it. Enjoy it. Somebody over there said that they did. Uh, they they did celebrate the women last oh, night they properly. Did? Yeah. God. That is true. The, Cole was right. I was there for this as well. He said they can. Uh, they celebrated an honored women's empowerment last night by having them prepare our food and drinks and concessions. Yeah, I didn't notice. <laughs> I didn't notice that there weren't any. That it was wasn't an all male crew. I had my drink delivered to me by Sherry at the Dosecki's bar. She wasn't being empowered. She had the same job as ever. They didn't give her a throne or like a. You know, I didn't tip her any extra than normal. I have. I empower my servers and the ladies who clean my home. I empower them regularly. I don't look at one day as different than the next. They're always empowered, as long as that mirror gets windexed. Pretty impressive, ladies. Pretty impressive. Anyway, so dopey night last night. And Kevin Durant, get better, because this is the, it was the most, it was the strangest thing in the world. And that was all that happened last night. The whole city was just looking at each other like, well, that's a screwy thing. And I know there was a lot of people laughing hysterically at the hype and craziness, and then the 20 minutes before tip-off, 
absolute letdown. Crazy. I remember, uh, well, you know, it's the boxing does this all the time, too, where they'll have a card where the, the main event gets canceled while you're there. Last minute scratch. Yeah, well, they just, and you're like, what? Like, they just pull some guy out of the crowd to fight. And you're like, oh, man, I don't want to see this. It's, you know, it seemed cruddy. And your Italians last night weren't happy either. No. Because that money went out yeah, the door. Nobody's betting on the game. I didn't bet. They had all the bets before. If you had Kevin Durant going over 30 points and this and that, and it just got voided. When he got scratched, what happens with that if if you Boys. if you had okay, it just goes away. I've had plenty. It's of m- tough. I mean, football. You know, they wait game day decision, and yeah. you're already going to the games. But that, you know, you have of, eight home games because and- of gambling. They have to announce who's active and inactive two hours before the game, and they have to have a list all week. I'm just saying you know? the same thing. You're stuck with your tickets. Like if you went there, and oh you're no, you, they void it. If somebody gets hurt, if it's not during the game, if it's before the game, that that gets void. Oh, you can get your yeah, you don't get it, it. Just they do it automatically. Like last night, I had if you had any bets on Kevin Durant, they all just got. Voided. Oh no, I'm talking about tickets. Oh, you're like screwed. You're, what do you yeah. mean for? I uh, mean, like you, you you spent all this money on these tickets to go see. Oh yeah, but you went to go see a football game. You didn't go see. You, you can't go. Oh, I'm only here for one guy. That's uh, there's people. I mean, there they want to see the quarterback for sure, or the. But you're not you talking know, to anybody about that. Like, you're not going to go, well, I only came to see Tom Brady, and he's not playing today, so I'd like my money back. They're like, no. This doesn't say the Tom Brady show. This is, you know, the Buccaneers versus Cardinals. You came for a football game, and you're getting one. The so. first uh, Cardinals game I saw, I, I will admit, I, I went to see Dan Marino. Yeah. 991. Did he play? He played. Yeah, that's pretty great. Oh, no, yeah. I, you go and see to go to see people, but yeah. when they don't play, you're... But it would have been it would have stunk if all of a sudden he's out. Well, there's no refund there's, there's, is the point, though. Right. There's no, I mean, you're just... It's not even being stuck. You bought that ticket to watch a football game. They still had one. The fact that you had a personal preference on what you were going to eyeball has nothing to do with the ticket at all. Yeah. But they did kind of sell to Kevin Durant. Anyway, I hope he's okay. Ice it up, man. Elevate. Rice. Rest. Ice. Compression. Elevate. R-I-C-E. Anybody who's ever been injured knows that. Yeah, and then R-E-S-P-C-T for the ladies. And rice for the Asian ladies. I, that sounds great. Let's have some of that. Uh, it's, uh, and uh, they didn't do anything for the food that was different. They didn't have, like, ladies' food or, you know, I don't know what they eat. Like, it's different. Lady us, fingers. Like, lady, lady fingers or uh, tofu. Finger sandwiches. I don't know. Something that keeps gluten away or no bloat tonight. I guess that would have been nice. They Spritzers. Should've, they should have given away. Because when I went to Chinese New Year night, I, I didn't know it was Chinese New Year night. And they had a big Chinese celebration. I brought my friend Jim Wilson, who's Asian. Now, he's Korean. But nobody knows when they look. You got to assume. So, and they didn't even give him anything. Like they were handing out Chinese. Oh, he did pick one up off the ground, but they didn't. Like here you go. He should have been first to get anything. Just be an Asian, just in case. Nothing. And then they had that weird dragon. A bunch of Mexicans down on the court were running around with those uh, strange uh, Chinese New Year dragons. It was hilarious. And occasionally it would go up in the air, and you'd see like Pablo and Juan, just like, "Are we doing it right?" Hey. <laughs> Don't hey. show yourself. Hey. But I don't know. Stop with the theme nights. Just play some basketball. That's all I care about. Well, let's get a wake up song. 585-9800. A good one. Oh, my ankle. Show's over. Show's over. I have been in this room drunk. I have been in this room uh, high. A couple days after a surgery. You as well. Very high. I have been in this room on painkillers. I have. And the show must go on. There's never. The, other than, And even COVID, we came to work every single day. Rolled ankle. 
please. I've come here when the doctors told me not to talk for a week because, A, I think he was sick of listening, and B, I had something going on in my throat. I fired right through it. That's, that's why we're champions, boys. We don't let the small, we don't sweat the small stuff. Uh, give us a wake-up song, 585-9800. A good one! And we'll try to make uh, Thursday less disappointing than last night. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.